name's Travis Sims, and I am the founder and CEO of AGC Accelerated Global Connections. And this is the AGC Experience. Our lives are a series of choices. Each choice leads to a result. Would you like to easily know which choices are the right life choices for you? If you've never met Amy Tyson, owner of Infinity Life Design, make it a priority to connect with her. Amy is a master of feng shui and batzi, which she calls destiny analysis. She assists her clients in understanding the hidden forces that are influencing their lives. A destiny reading with Amy is like reading a book all about you. She highlights which decisions will bring you to your fullest potential and which choices will lead you down a path of obstacles. If you're struggling with a challenge or you want to lift your life even higher, get connected with Amy and Infinity Life Design on facebook.com slash infinitylifedesign or subscribe to her online newsletter at infinitylifedesign.com and connect with your infinite life. This is uh, Lauren Pichardo, and as a self-proclaimed psychology nerd with a University of Houston psychology degree to prove it, Lauren has been on a quest for self-improvement in psychology um, since she can remember and has been successful at ending generational trauma in her family line for the sake of her daughter. Originally wanting to pursue either sex, family, or marriage therapy as a career, she decided she fit like a, square like a square peg in a round hole when it came to society's ideas of what it meant to fit into these limited roles. Lauren always felt that there were pieces missing in traditional therapy, settings she sought out, sought out for the truth that was more aligned with her vision, a more holistic approach to well-being, leading by example with her daughter, who's now seven, watching her every move, she is passionate about empowering others and implanting the beliefs that each of us are limitless and can create whatever our hearts desire with the proper tools and action and support. She is currently running her own personal and lifestyle coaching business called The Subconscious Muse. Please welcome to the virtual stage my very good friend, Lauren Pichardo. Lauren, this stage is yours. Hello, everybody. A seeker of truth looks beyond the apparent and contemplates the hidden. This is a Rumi poem. Rumi is a 13th century Persian poet and Sufi mystic. Most people are other people. Their thoughts are someone else's opinions. Their lives a mimicry. Their passions a quotation. This is Oscar Wilde. He was an Irish poet and playwright in the 1880s and 1890s, very independent thinker. He was definitely unafraid to follow his truth. And each one of us has that power within ourselves. We all deserve to lead lives where we're living 100% authentically true to who we are without any pretenses or anything formed by the world around us. Today I'll be talking to you about how to leverage the power of your subconscious mind. It requires more work than what you're aware of at the surface level. Awareness of the subconscious mind isn't quite enough. I'm sure you guys are all familiar with that iceberg photo. The conscious mind is above water just peeking through and it shows your behaviors, your decisions, your thoughts, but underneath, your subconscious rules 95% of your every move. 
your current paradigm, it's completely ruled by the subconscious mind. The beliefs you maintain from your culture, your family, from any relationship you've ever endured, and all of your past experiences, really, each literally rule every ounce of what you do. Everything you touch, see, taste, hear, experience, it's filtered through this lens. When you mindfully navigate this part of your mind, you'll start to see how each of your current beliefs were rooted in and how it's crucial to integrate healthier habits, beliefs, patterns, and shifting your paradigm in such a way that benefits you in order to live a life that is truly authentic to you. Dr. Joseph Murphy, the author of the book, The Power of the Subconscious Mind said, when your mind thinks correctly, when you understand the truth, when the thoughts deposited in your subconscious mind are constructive, harmonious, and peaceful, the magic working power of your subconscious will respond and bring about harmonious conditions, agreeable surroundings, and the best of everything. Now, to create expansion, you must become aware that you don't know what you don't know. And it's through this realization that you'll start to see outside of the fishbowl you've been stuck in for so long, thinking it was the whole ocean, essentially. And also, anything can be implanted in your subconscious as a new habit or belief through repetition alone. Think outside the box. So a little history lesson. I'm sure you all know who Christopher Columbus is. He was actually believed to have been crazy because he believed the earth was round and he was bitterly attacked for it. Giordano Bruno, he claimed the earth was not the center of the universe. He was burned at the stake. The Wright brothers, they were ridiculed and condemned for believing a machine could fly. These are just a few examples that I wanted to share with you just to explain what our beliefs do outwardly in our society. Development of our subconscious mind is most prominent and easily molded from birth to age six. We trust our parents. We trust their own subconscious beliefs innocently and willingly without any logical reasoning. Automatic repetition is built in through familial dynamics. Our subconscious takes note of the following. Are we safe? Are we paid attention to? Are we worthy? Is it okay to make mistakes? And what happens if we do? Are we accepted? Do we have any influence over our own selves' lives? Do we have power? Age seven on, our analytical self-consciousness starts to begin. And we confirm these beliefs within our social groups. Are we safe, connected, powerful? What makes us worthy? It's all defined before. And each belief forms when emotions arise and the subconscious decides we're not protected against this feeling. It's too stressful and we don't have the ability to process this big emotion. So developmental trauma makes it difficult to take a new information period. This in turn could completely roadblock your entire life from allowing you to live your truth, 
unconsciously you may be pursuing what feels subconsciously safe due to your past developmental trauma, which may not truly be what's best for you or the people around you. Heal so you can hear what's being said without the filter of your wounds. What is trauma? It's not as extreme as most think, though there's obviously a spectrum that shows the level of extremeness of each trauma endured. At its core, it's truly just a disconnection from self. It's what happens within the physiology, the dysregulation in the nervous system. And Dr. Gabor Mate, he is a Hungarian-Canadian physician. He has a background in family practice and a special interest in childhood development and trauma. States the following. Trauma is not what happens to you. It's what happens inside you as a result of what happens to you. Safety is not the absence of threat. It is the presence of connection. Pay attention to your insecurities. They are not there to taunt you, but to show you where to heal. When you shut down emotion, you're also affecting your immune system, your nervous system. So the repression of emotion, which is a survival strategy, then becomes a source of physiological illness later on. We may not be responsible for the world that created our minds, but we can take responsibility for the mind with which we create our world. Thank you, Gabor, for your words. Healing is an unraveling. Every layer becomes more apparent the closer you get back to yourself. Let's discuss the stress response. When you have a reaction to stress, witness your reactions. Analyze them. Connect to it. Feel the pain. Process it. Release it in the moment. It will stick with you in your system until you do release it, and it'll show, yourself, show itself in ugly ways, whether that be behavioral, mental dysfunction, or an illness. Safety and connection is the quickest way to heal. So I have a few tools and techniques I would like to share with you to help you shift your paradigm and create the life you love. Healing is the pathway to get there. So you can create a life without your traumas guiding you. One, slow down your brain waves through meditation and other tools. Regular meditation has been shown to increase alpha waves, your relaxation brain waves, and reduce beta waves, the brain waves of active thought and learning. Other tools will be binaural beats and music, which I'll play here for you, that way you can hear it. It helps slow down your brain waves just by simply listening to it. We don't meditate to find peace. We meditate to meet reality. When we meet reality, we develop clarity and acceptance. With clarity and acceptance, we surrender the need to run from what is true, from ourselves. By surrendering the need to run, we find peace. The mind-body connection. Awareness of the mind-body connection is by no means new. Until about 300 years ago, virtually every system of medicine throughout the world treated the mind and body as a whole. But during the 17th century, 
the Western world started to see the mind and body as two distinct entities. And in this view, the body was kind of like a machine, complete with replaceable independent parts with no connection whatsoever to the mind. And as we just discussed, trauma is stored in the body. The brain and peripheral nervous system, the endocrine and immune systems, and indeed all the organs of our body and all the emotional responses we have share a common chemical language. And we are constantly communicating. They are constantly communicating with one another. That was Dr. James Gordon, founder of the Center for Mind-Body Medicine. Three, introspective healing tools and affirmations. As you've probably noticed, it's popular now, self-parenting, inner child healing. Look it up. Love yourself back to health. Become aware of your attachment styles and how they've created the life that you live. By understanding your patterns deeper, you can bring awareness and make healthier choices. And work your mind muscle by shifting negative thoughts instantly and reframe, reframing them to positive thoughts. Question negative perceptions and the origins of the stories that you're stuck in. Process, release heavy emotions. I recommend that it's healthy to pursue therapy during this process. If you don't have heavy emotions or trauma to look at and navigate through, that's fine. Uh, therapy, somatic psychotherapy in particular, they focus on the mind-body connection, I highly recommend. Accept and surrender to things as they are. Trust the process. There's going to be heavy days. There'll be low energy days. There'll be days of complete enlightenment as you heal. Be kind to yourself on this journey. Anticipate the potholes and things that could go wrong. Saying this could happen to yourself when something doesn't work out as planned. A quicker way towards acceptance. Now, the power of affirmations. Before you use affirmations, you first have to become a persistent observer of your thoughts. When you notice yourself thinking self-defeating negative thoughts, you must change that thought to one that's positive in that very moment, as we mentioned prior. Doing this will neutralize the negative thought there and then and prevent it from taking hold and adding to the rest of the garbage you store within your subconscious. The whole purpose of using affirmations is to convince your mind that what you're consistently affirming is the truth. This may be difficult at first, but like everything, the more you do it, the easier it becomes. Your subconscious mind will not be able to turn your affirmations into reality unless you attach a highly emotional energy to every statement. Your subconscious responds best when emotions are present. And while you work to shift your mindset and heal, you'll Build confidence through taking action through your goals. So I suggest creating a mindful morning routine and daily exercise during this process. Hone in on the power of community. Make sure you're feeling safe in all of your relationships, especially during the healing process. This is very important in order to heal efficiently versus a repetition of a vicious cycle that you're trying to break. 
Don't work against the grain. Throw yourself into environments you want to be in, where you feel safe, or you'd like to grow into. Develop among your chosen peers that are living how you desire to live. And repetition isn't such a chore. It just becomes a new norm. Support is crucial during this journey. Lean on your people. And with this work, you'll be able to fully live in complete alignment with your truth, with absolute and complete integrity. Make sure you're honest with yourself. Ask yourself daily and often, are my actions in complete alignment with the life I'm creating? The power of no. We're conditioned that saying no is rude, but in reality, it can sometimes be the kindest word that you say to someone. Create a life you love with complete embodiment of your actions, words, goals, truth. Mapping out your goals daily. Be your word. Does your word match your actions? If not, why? This alone creates a healthier relationship with yourself. Do what's right. Communicate effectively. Take care of your needs so you can help others most effect effectively. You can't pour from an empty cup. Last but not least, how are you giving back? Not only will the receiving party benefit, but so will you. The happiness trifecta, helping others triggers a release of oxytocin, which has the effect of boosting your mood and counteracts the effects of cortisol, the dreaded stress hormone. Interestingly, the higher your levels of oxytocin, the more you wanna help others. And when oxytocin is boosted, so is serotonin and dopamine. Healing is not about self-improvement. It's about remembering the truth. You were born whole, worthy, and complete. And I'll finish this with a, another quote by Rumi. The truth was a mirror in the hands of God. It fell and broke into pieces. Everybody took a piece of it and they looked at it and they thought they had the truth. Thank you.